remember, I remember when I lost my mind There was something so pleasant about that place Even your emotions have an echo in so much space And when you're out there without care, yeah, I was out Top of the second hour of today's Road Warrior Radio broadcast this Tuesday, February 28th, the last day of Black History Month, so-called. I need to come back to that. Everywhere you look, you find Prince Hall Mason, Benjamin Crump, and Prince Hall Mason, the Reverend Al Sharpton, or, you know, Prince Hall Mason, the Reverend Jesse Jackson. We lost folks like Malcolm and Martin Luther King, and Fred Hampton, and Medgar Evers, and many other folks. But we still have these guys around. We still have the Prince Hall Mason collection that, you know, our toadies. We have them. So, that's interesting. Um, let's do something real quick, and then we'll go to the phones there are coal mine canaries. <clears throat> I thought it was interesting that Grace has written a book. Really graceful YouTube channel. She uh, published a deal. Uh, little whatever you call it on YouTube. That reads, hey, Internet friends, I have a very exciting announcement. I wrote a book, The Deep State Encyclopedia. And I think this could, you know, there are companions. Um, you know, Whitney Webb's One Nation Under Black Blackmail, Volume 1 and Volume 2. I think uh, definitely... I would consider a companion. You know, there are other things that have been written. I mean, you know, Whitney Webb said when she was asked by Russell Brand, you know, are you concerned? And she says, yeah, you know, for sure. When you start going down this rabbit hole, it's the kind of thing that gets people killed. You know, the same she she mentioned uh, Gary Webb and Danny Casolaro. 
So, you know, the, the, I mean, just paraphrasing her, the, um, sexual deviancy is really it sort of becomes a limited hangout where it draws your attention from the financial stuff which gets back to the panama papers how many people watch the the movie the laundromat and go oh my goodness i we got to find out more about this and there was that that clip of uh dick gregory I, I wish i could remember which interview it was where he talked about the difference between a million and a billion have you seen the whistleblower? Not to be confused with the whistleblower, right? Uh, the 1986 British spy thriller, The Whistleblower, starring Michael Caine, was, uh, you know, I would call it the state version. Then along came Iran Contra, 9 11, you know, the Wolfwoods Doctrine, and all that kind of stuff which is a recycled, it's the same old doctrine all the time. Now everything, you know, all the dirty work in the PR that hides that hides it is predominantly outsourced. Remember when in the interview with G. Edward Griffin, Norman Dodd, the director of research for the Reese Committee, talked about how the State Department, you know, it was determined by this shadowy group that the State Department had to be um, – a captured department. So anyway, fast forward, all the dirty work in PR is is predominantly outsourced, a la Hill House, Shorrock, Priest, Arkin, et al. Those guys told us about it. R.J. Hillhouse, in my understanding, was first on the scene with her book Outsourced, and then there was Tim Shorrock, and then there was Dana Priest and William Arkin and Tim Sherrock said, what took them so long? So the 1986 British spy thriller starring Michael Caine was the state version. And then after all of this, you know, and I've talked about the the uh, report that was that was commissioned by uh, Dick Cheney as as defense secretary. You know, should Halliburton and and friends be um Providing, you know, material support for, uh, you know, forward operating stuff. And, of course, the answer was, yeah, we need billions. So then after all of that stuff, then we get the um, the 2010, you know, post 9-11 installment. Um whistleblower starring Rachel Weiss as um, Catherine Bulkovac a Nebraska police officer who recruited it who was recruited as a UN peacekeeper for Dyncor it's the true story about Dyncor in Bosnia and beyond and the UN US State Department at all facilitating you know crimes of of state and beyond and money runs it all and you know jay gould's words seem to apply with force what a sad day when we know 
Go to Wikipedia. I can hire one half of the working class to kill the other half. We ought to know better. Malcolm X warned us. If we're not careful, the newspaper was newspapers that you know the the mockingbird press, shall we say, the mighty Wurlitzer will have you hating the people who are being oppressed and loving the people who are doing the oppressing. Again, Ralph McGahey from his book, I stopped at it's it is the covert action arm. Again, John Kiriakou tells us that's the predominant arm now. So McGahey, who was it? It was um, I forget who makes the nuanced distinction. It uh, it was um, I forget off the top of my head. Anyway, between the the do and the sad, basically. So the CIA is not now, nor has it ever been a central intelligence agency, according to Ralph McGahee, 25-year veteran and career intelligence medal recipient who wrote the book Deadly Deceits. It is the covert action arm of the president's foreign policy advisors, speaking of what Norman Dodd told us and what the Reese Committee uncovered. You know, like Michael Rupert told us, the intelligence agencies are basically Wall Street, and Wall Street is the intelligence agencies. So the CIA is, the, according to McGahey, who has been there, done that, got the T-shirt or the, the medal, as it were. It is a covert action arm, the CIA, of the president's foreign policy advisors. Guys like Fletcher Prouty told us the same thing. In that capacity, it overthrows or supports foreign governments while reporting intelligence, quote-unquote, justifying those activities. Yes, that's called stovepiping. Remember? Weapons of mass destruction. Weapons of – okay, there weren't any – That were, I mean Joe Wilson went and he didn't find any yellow cake. But that doesn't mean that we didn't try to plant some because we tried real hard and he didn't find what he was supposed to find. So we outed his wife. To say that was naughty. Don't do that again. In that capacity, it overthrows or supports foreign governments while reporting intelligence, justifying those activities. It shapes its intelligence. Again, stovepiping, even in such critical areas as Soviet nu- nuclear weapon capability, to support presidential policy. Because the guys behind the wizard's curtain know, you know, even Zbigniew Brzezinski said, if you really want to know what happened. In that period, go read Antony Sutton. Even Brzezinski said that. Read Sutton. And so these guys know, you know, what Major Major Racy Jordan wrote in his diaries about how we funneled weapons of mass destruction to the Soviets. And how Wall Street created the Bolshevik Revolution, the Nazis, etc., etc. Anyway, to finish, McGahey said disinformation is a large part of its, the CIA's, covert action responsibility, and the American people are the primary target audience of its lies. I wish that I could put my fingers on Dick Gregory talking about the difference between a million and a billion. You know, whatever it was, I forget. You know, like a a, a dollar a minute. You know, a million million dollars or dollar a minute is like seventeen minutes, and a billion dollars dollar a minute is like thirty two years or something. I forget something like that. And the point is, when you watch something like the whistleblower 
starring Rachel Weisz, the 2010 one-word whistleblower versus the two words, 1986, Michael Caine, you know, two words. Whereas British, you know, state intelligence apparatus versus now, you know. I mean, Jeremy, speaking of Jeremy Scahill, he was reporting on a lot of this stuff. Just if you're not familiar, do a search for Jeremy Scahill and DynCorp. And Blackwater, of course. But, you know, the story in The Whistleblower, the true story is, you know, a tumbleweed from Nebraska police officer with hay in her hair stumbles onto how things really work. And everybody over there who's involved is, you know, everywhere she looks, all of a sudden... Holy cow, everybody's involved, all the way up the chain of command. Human trafficking, sex trafficking, you know, drugs, the whole nine yards. And they all say, basically, you know, this organization, what was it? It was called Democra or something like that. What the heck was it called? Something, something like that. Anyway, it's, it's DynCorp. And... Everybody says it's a billion-dollar organization. You know, it's billions of dollars, and what are you going to do about it? Nobody's going to listen to you because this contract here is worth millions, and their contracts worldwide are worth billions a year. You know, um, we could play that clip of Richard Thiem. Remember Richard Thiem? DEFCON, which one was it? I forget. I'll think of it. Where, you know, the CIA uh, scientist says we can destroy cocaine. We can do it naturally. And finally, he gets bumped up the chain of command. And somebody says, you need to stop doing this because, you know, basically somebody at the cabinet level of the White House tells him you you have to stop because you'll end up dead. Too many people in the, you know, in the White House basically are making too much money doing this. Just ask Jonathan Quitney or Gary Webb author of Dark Alliance, and so on and so on. Anyway, I want to play a little bit. Did you catch Melissa, Aaron and Melissa Dykes, Why the First Amendment is First? Let's play a little bit of that, and then we'll go to the phones after that. Give this a listen. Speaking of belief, B-E-L-I-E-F. Go ahead, please. That men ought to speak well of their governors is true, while their governors deserve to be well spoken of. But to do public mischief without hearing of it is only the prerogative and felicity of tyranny. A free people will be showing that they are so by their freedom of speech. Whoever would overthrow the liberty of a nation must begin by subduing the freeness of speech. That was Benjamin Franklin quoting the London Journal under the moniker Silence Do Good when he was 16 years old. 
So as a 16-year-old, he understood this. Something that adults seemingly don't get today. What sort of community do you live in? Where would you place it on a democracy despotism scale? To find out, you can rate it on a respect scale and a power scale. And to find out what way it is likely to go in the future, you can rate it on economic distribution and information scales. The lower your community rates on economic distribution and information scales, the lower it is likely to rate on respect and power scales, and thus to approach despotism. Without freedom of speech, there could be no freedom of thought. And if you don't have freedom of thought, how can there be anything as liberty? The short answer is there, there can't be. If you're not allowed to think for yourself, or worse, even learn to think for yourself. And this is something I've been thinking about quite a bit lately. Thinking is not the same as believing, by the way. If you say, I think something, that's a different statement than if you say, I believe something. These may be synonyms, but they're not the same thing. To think is defined as to employ any of the intellectual powers except that of simple perception through the senses, to exercise the higher intellectual faculties. But on the other hand, to believe is to exercise a belief in. So then you have to say, what's a belief? A belief is to assent to a proposition or affirmation or the acceptance of a fact, opinion, or assertion as real or true without immediate personal knowledge. Reliance upon word or testimony, partial or full assurance without positive knowledge or absolute certainty. Persuasion, conviction, confidence. So belief is a confidence game. How confident are you? Are you confident enough to say you believe it? Do you believe? Oh, please, please believe. Do you believe in magic? <laughs> Hamburgers that talk. I can't believe it's no bother. Because somewhere in belief is a form of trust. And that trust is basically the credit you have issued upon the assurance that something is true that you do not have immediate personal knowledge is true. That's a belief. Chicken McNuggets you can take for a walk. If you believe, wherever you are, clap your hands. Clap! Clap! Don't let Tink die! Clap! And a clap, making wishes come, come true. Not the same to believe as to think. In other words, believing something means you actually don't really have to think about it anymore. Thinking technically stops where belief begins. It's pretty clear that our image no longer serves. I mean, I don't... I, we could just... We could stop it there. Actually, uh, we, uh, we don't need to skip the break. I thought we did. We, I did better than I thought. We got right there, but you know what? We'll go to the phones when we come back. Stick around. More right after this break. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? 
Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. I think the Biden administration might be trying to overcorrect. I'm Peter Serafine with this week's Liberty Minute, brought to you by Right to Bear Insurance. If you own a firearm, you need to use the code LIGHTHOUSE at protectwithbear.com, just in case you ever need to use that firearm. So a Chinese spy balloon was allowed to traverse the lower 48 states. Biden got a lot of flack for that, and rightfully so. Since then, four more objects have been shot down, Supposedly, the radar has been adjusted to spot smaller objects now. I guess until now, something smaller than a Cessna flew by nobody noticed. Anyway, Biden said that the last three things shot down were likely not from the CCP, but probably from private companies. (laughs) Wait a minute, you don't know what they are, and you're shooting $400,000 rockets at them. Did our president and our military forget the rule? know your target and what's behind your target? This is the same guy that doesn't want you to have assault weapons. From now on, when I see something on or over my property, the first thing I'm going to do is start shooting at it. It's good enough for the president. Should be good enough for me too, right? Find more news and commentary at liberty-lighthouse.com. Until next time, see this Pashem Parabellum. Hello, I'm Peter Serafine, and I'm the new host of National Intel Report on Thursdays here on Republic Broadcasting Network. I'm a gun-owning constitutionalist who believes that the only role of government is to protect my rights. I believe the First Amendment makes us free, and the Second Amendment keeps us free. If those ideas sound good to you, then join me in the National Intel Report, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on Republic Broadcasting Network. The good life, full of fun, seems to be the ideal. Yes, the good life lets you hide all the sadness you feel. You won't really fall in love, cause you can't. Take the chance So be honest With yourself Don't try to fake romance It's the good life To be free And explore the unknown Like the heartaches When you learn You must face them alone 
Please remember I still want you And in case you wonder why Well, just wake up, kiss that good life Goodbye Welcome back. Yeah. You know, Grace asked last month, what, what's Bill Gates doing with all that farmland and ranch land, I would say. You know, he says I don't own that much, but uh, I think wind and solar farms, maybe. Renewable energy comes to mind. And what about uh, carbon sequestration? I'm sorry. It's really, it's really uh, crude. And crass and inappropriate, but I just can't help feeling like this is a giant, you know, pumping a big CO2 fart into the ground. You know, who's to say the capture won't escape elsewhere? So, whatever. To the phones. David in Wisconsin, thanks for calling. Welcome. Yeah, hi Chris. I just called in today because I wanted to. I wanted to make a comment about. There's a distinction between um, important news items and events in history that just fade away from the public consciousness, as opposed to those that where censorship gets them jammed down the memory hole, the Orwellian uh, memory hole. And uh, today is. The 30th year anniversary of the of the uh, initiation of the siege against all of the Christian victims at Waco, Texas, that culminated in the yeah. mass murder of the of those. So I, that's the only reason I called in was to mention that because it's because of so many different events that are coming along so rapidly that are all important and. And so it, that event is not talked about much and superseded, but it's it's an anniversary for when it was launched today, and it's a generation past. So there's younger people that would not even know. Well, no one would know the name Bobby Garwood or what that's all about, which is way before Waco, Texas. So there are things that fade away, but I don't think this one should fade away because. If there's anything that's a, a strong, strong warning about what the federal government is really about in relation to the American people and Christians in particular, that's an event that uh, deserves uh, deserves uh, attention, at least on the anniversary time. Yeah. Thank you for, for uh, letting me make my comment again. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, Goodbye, it's, then. It's, thank you, sir. It's uh, definitely a valuable point cannot be overstated um you know in in the in the fold of that discussion we obviously have um the ruby ridge incident the episode you know the year the year prior and then there was um oklahoma city and Timothy McVeigh, and uh, you know all of that, and then uh, 
what what did they what did they call it? James Corbett did great reporting on that. The the other guy, the the agent who was not identified. No, it was a lone wolf. There wasn't another guy. So the changes to the FBI and ATF um, as a result. Uh, I would say the growth that resulted. Anyway, that's definitely something we could discuss um, on this day. The 30-year anniversary. Good point. Thank you, David. Much appreciated. So maybe we'll... And, you know... As much as anything, I think it's it's a uh, testament to, again, the mighty Wurlitzer and the the spin that uh, shapes or warps perception. Generally, you know, it's uh, W. T. Stead's government by journalism, judge, jury, and executioner in the media. So. We'll go back to the phones when we come back. Stick around. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Extendivite really works. Kate. Great for bodybuilding or endurance athletes. I can't say enough about Extendivite. It brings more oxygen to your muscles while working out. I never bought this product for heart health, but to improve circulation, and I am not at all disappointed. I noticed an immediate boost in my gym performance, but I thought I would wait to review in case it was a placebo effect. It definitely was not. This is the most powerful supplement I have ever taken in 30 years of bodybuilding. I have taken everything. Extendivite outperforms them all. The ability to squeeze just one more rep or add just a few more pounds to the barbell depends on your ability to carry oxygen where it counts, deep inside your muscle tissues. The added benefits of heart and liver health I consider a bonus. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E.com or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Extend your life with In times like these, you can't depend on the government to keep you warm and fed, but you can depend on the Vermont Bun Baker to do just that. With the Vermont Bun Baker, you'll never be in a situation where you can't cook, bake, fry, boil water, or heat your home, all at the same time. One of the most revolutionary cook stoves, wood stoves ever, the Vermont Bun Baker is available with or without soapstone veneer, a natural stone that retains heat and radiates it back into the room once the fire is out. A beautiful addition to your home, the Vermont Bun Baker has an efficiency rating well above 75% and qualifies for the wood stove tax credit. For more information, watch the Vermont Bun Baker on YouTube and live stream or visit us at www.vermontwoodstove.com. You can also reach us by calling 1-866-SOAPSTONE. Don't ever be hungry or cold because the power's gone out. With a Vermont Bun Baker, all you have to worry about is what's for dinner. 
Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. When you were here before You couldn't look you in the eye You're just like an angel Your skin makes me cry You float like a feather In a beautiful world I wish I was special so very special But I'm a creep I'm a What the hell am I doing Welcome back. The reason I say uh, Ruby Ridge, Oklahoma City, and, uh, you know, there are other incidents and episodes and things that we could throw in there, including more recently, is is I think because of the, the PatCon sort of um discussion um and the continuation of the COINTELPRO impetus um i talked oh gosh when was that a while back about jam burgers PatCon revealed an exclusive look inside the FBI's secret war with the militia movement. You know, inventing, creating and inventing terrorists, the best way to control the opposition is to lead it or, you know, start it if you need to. And so that's kind of where my mind goes. I'll leave it there. We'll go back to the phones but, you know, maybe we'll come back to that. I appreciate you mentioning that, though, David. Thank you. Back to the phones. Mike in Kentucky, thanks for calling. Welcome. My ears were burning a while ago. Somebody said you was talking about me. 
I I just said uh, I appreciate you mentioning Escape from Sobibor. So thank you. You've never seen that. Nope. Wow. Did you get to watch it? Not yet. Not all of okay. it. Okay. Well, yeah, there's a few good clips out there probably to give the, the gist, but um, yeah, like I said, it don't matter because I know we've got a lot of people on this radio that call in or even hosts that, you know, think of it as the holla hoax, the holocaust, and there's a lot of factors involved. I mean, it was dang war, so they're bombing all the infrastructure, the bridges, the dams, the the train tracks and all that so that the supply lines were cut so you don't know what you're looking at when you see a bulldozer pushing a big pile of bodies if that was from the allied mass deaths because they couldn't they couldn't feed those people either when they finally got troops in there to claim that they you know conquered the area so there's a video there's a video i feel like um a documentary, actually, it was published back in 1998. You can find it on the Real Black One YouTube channel titled Hollywoodism, How the Jews yeah. Invented Hollywood. And it's not what you think. You know, the history of the influence of Eastern European Jewish emigrate culture has had on Hollywood and the films created in its golden age. And I would say, you know, it's not what you think. Most people would probably hear that and in these circles think, oh, I know where he's going with that. No. There is sort of a victim psychopathy in it, and it and it it feeds into the narrative that I think you're sort of speaking to, or alluding to, if I could say that, that those those uh, stories and videos are meant to feed and foment. Well, I'm saying no matter what what you think of the Holocaust, that film, the main morality play there. Is that when you find yourself caught up in this, you think like you're a hopeless situation, there there may be a way out if you don't right lay down and die. <laughs> you know, right. so those people, half of them did die getting out, but half of them lived. So, well, anyway, the official uh, story is that it's more than half didn't actually make it all the way out. Right? I think. I think. I'm not the, sure. I mean, what to what, what to believe about it? You know, the Hollywood film yeah, says exactly. so many hundred six hundred twenty three survived. I don't know. And then all but like fifty to seventy were recaptured, and you know, uh, so on. That's my understanding. But you know, like uh, you said, I wasn't there. Who can know? So Bill Cooper uh, is right. Read everything, and uh, believe what you can prove. Yeah, apparently it embarrassed the Third Reich enough that they just tore down the camp. Uh, all that's left is kind of a plaque, I think, up there now. We're down to camp, planted pine trees, but, you know, the previous commercial talked about the balloonacy, and and uh, you could draw a lot of analogies there. No matter what Trump did, whichever way he was, there was always critics, and, and I'm not taking Biden's side, but no matter which way he handled that, uh, and then afterwards, you know, they're shooting down $30 balloons with a $140,000 missile or, or however much those missiles cost. Again, but, if we can even believe that. Right. So I don't. what I'm getting at, though, is um, I recently talked with somebody who worked on Doppler radar, and he was saying that, yes, you can adjust the radar to for the object that you're looking for uh, and the range, you know. So it's like the focus on a telescope, you know. You're going to see – you're not going to be able to tell what something is until you put it in focus. But he was claiming that when he worked on Doppler radar – you could adjust it for the signature of a human body, 70-some percent water and 
whatever the resonant cavities are, I guess you'd, you'd find people with a Doppler radar if there wasn't, I guess, obstructions to diffuse the signal. So, <laughs> you know, some kind of uh, not necessarily an AWACS plane uh, or, uh, you know, whatever the uh, aircraft with uh, born radar, whatever AWACS stands for, I can't remember, but it, it, over a battlefield uh, you could potentially find you know, the snipers and the cavalry scouts and stuff like that and target them before they could target your ground troops. And uh, you'd think you're going to run off into the woods and, and get away. I mean, there's a, there's strategies for forward-looking uh, infrared, you know, masking your signature uh, without going into detail because I don't necessarily want to give it all away. But there's there's strategies for that. We saw that at Waco, right, the... The troops came out of the air-conditioned armored personnel carrier, and within a few seconds, their heat signature blended in with the ground. And uh, apparently, it looks like, to me, all you could see was the muzzle flash, a little bit of heat signature off of their rifles as they were shooting into the kitchen. But today is the anniversary of which one? You didn't mention Waco, by the way. What's the yeah. anniversary today? Waco, 30th anniversary. Oh, uh, that was at the raid. Of okay. the beginning. April nineteenth. The beginning. The, the beginning of the standoff. Oh. Okay, okay. I'm. I'm. In that last. That's why you didn't mention it in that last that's batch. Right. But yeah, April nineteenth is the day. Right. That Patriots Day that they attacked in nineteen ninety three. I think, yep. and and that's why Tim McVeigh took that. Uh, supposedly uh, took that as the day to attack the Murrah Building. Right. Yep. I can't remember the number of children in each place, but it was darn close, was it not? I mean, it's like okay, you killed. 19 of our children here here's 25 i think it was in oklahoma i I think so yeah something like that in the daycare center but there's a uh vanderhoff i can't remember his name but he he's he's got a pretty good documentary on there the only flaw is it's got alex jones in it (laughs) but it's uh it's basically the grand jury report the citizens grand jury report that charles key helped set up if everybody's not seen that, I would watch that a couple, three times. It's mm-hmm. in the Yiki who was uh, assembling some kind of document trove and nobody's seen. Uh, yeah. Clarence Yiki. And uh, uh, several things that are uh, just kind of in your face about that. That There was a Channel 4 at Oklahoma City that... Uh, uh, covered and then finally they got enough attention that the uh, powers of be bought the station and fired everybody. Got rid of. The I don't problem. remember that story. Oh yeah, Channel Four in uh, Oklahoma City was was questioning the official narrative and all this right. stuff about extra James extra Corbett, bombs. Among others, has done a magnificent job of. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you chronicling him. I thought that. Of him last night. I thought of him last night, and I realized I have not looked in on his channel. He got kicked off of YouTube, which was convenient to go yep. sh- click on his stuff and download it and watch it whenever I wanted to. But I guess I need to just go to his web page mm-hmm. and try to find what he's up to these days. But, um, yeah, I, I've uh, actually talked to him when he was being interviewed on RBN years ago, and I rebroadcast, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of hours of his stuff on our local cable access. So, <laughs> among other right reasons, I, I became a target. I think I fly-trapped everybody I could fly-trap with my local media operation, but 
Uh, I had a caller the other day that was worried about that. He's like, he thought I might know. How can I make sure I'm not a target? And uh, I think they're overwhelmed. I think they have too many targets, and that's what's got them spooked, is that they're, they are listening in for 25, since the militia days, and PATCO is Patriot Conspiracy, by the way. I think that's what that stands for. PATCON. PATCON. I heard it called yeah. PATCO, P-A-T-C-O, but... Uh, you know that uh, I, there's a movie I saw recently, and I've wondered about that. How in the world these guys have they got so many agents in the field and operatives and informants? How do they avoid arresting each other and and or shooting each other? Well, they got some you know the Whitmer kidnapping plot in January 6th apparently tell us they don't. You know, I mean, somebody? remember the the little parody that the Babylon Bee did on that? No. The Whitmer. Oh man, they did a. Oh, the did a great one. Yeah, the FBI guy that during the height of COVID, him and his wife are going to a swingers party, and she got fed up and wanted to leave, and he decked her, knocked her out cold when they got home. He got fired because of that, and he was their lead witness. <laughs> so yeah. the case fell apart. It became well known amongst the, at least the alternative media that they they uh, manufactured those guys. They they lured them in with a fly trap or a honey pot or whatever you call it. You know, uh, and you have to wonder how many times that happens. And I said that about January sixth, right from the word go. I said it smells just like a, a prostitute or a woman police officer sitting outside a bar with no panties on and a skirt, and the drunks come out and spreads her legs a little bit where only that guy could see it said i showed you mine you owe me yours and he drunk whips it out goes into the paddy wagon boom that got that happened twice in new york and i i guess uh, it made enough news and they arrested the wrong guy <laughs> that had enough power to expose those type of fly traps but i think it's the same sort of thing and whether he meant to or not or was tricked into it or not trump and alex jones both uh stirred that up and uh you know they had why you know they lured, they gave them a stupid permit right up next to the Capitol. So Trump says, "Let's go to the Capitol," and then his Secret Service people supposedly wouldn't let him go up there. So the flashbang grenades. I just saw that. There's video out now. Have you seen the video of the flashbang grenades and stuff? They shot into the crowds without any warning. And which are are you talking about? January sixth. Yeah, January sixth. Yeah. yeah, it was just a the forty-one thousand hours. Yeah, yeah. They just now released Everyone's that. But, talking about, right? Uh huh. Yeah, I haven't got to see much of it. I've just seen some still shots of the flashbang grenades going right into the center of a mosh pit of people. You know, right? And uh, no warning, no warning. Like, you know, where's your bullhorn? Says just. Disperse this crowd, or we will fire on you in you know in five seconds or something. Well, it's not supposed to come with a warning because it's color revolution. That's what's being fomented. So. Well, it's illegal. I mean, the government can break the law all they want. Apparently, they're not supposed. I wouldn't to even fire call it government, like though. Way. This is this is you know rogue, arguably you know nuanced Iron. false flag stuff as we know. So. Well, and there's all these, what do you call them? Both sides are co- a false flag. Unindicted co-conspirators. Uh, right. It's, it's all same away, team, So, locked, locked away and forgotten about, you know, except for their families that care about them. But 
as so many callers have I, I've heard on here on RBN and talked to them, they're alienated from their family because they take a stand against the vaccine or any number of things. And I, yeah. I can't say that that's not the case here in eastern Kentucky. You know, they taught for decades reading, writing, and the route out of here. And where is your hometown? It's generally where a big core of your family is. So a right. prophet is not accepted in his hometown, right? Has uh, no honor, according to and, Jesus or in his household. himself. Or in his household. So, yeah. Uh, Speaking of callers, we got a we got oh, we got other callers. So yeah, all right, we got a bounce. I appreciate it, Mike. As all always, right. much appreciated. Let's uh, in the interest of time here, go back to the phones and grab Billy in Georgia. Billy, thanks for calling. Welcome. Hey, Chris. It's so great to talk to you. I was listening uh, about some of the stuff you was talking about on President's Day. I watched a special with George Washington uh, with Michael Medved in it how often he prayed and that was so uplifting the the founding father you know was praying so much for guidance and what a humble man he was and i I have a personal request of you chris your show is so uplifting but in your personal experience i've heard you talk about this time you was riding down the road and you heard the preacher come on the radio uh, osteen or hagee i forget which it was hagee and Hagee in his book, In such, Defense of Israel. You have such a moment of shock. And I've heard you mention that so many times. And, you know, I get it, but I feel like Donald Sutherland, when he was in that movie, uh, Driving the Tank, saying, you keep hitting me with those negative waves, man. So I want <laughs> to do today. <laughs> yeah, if you could, Chris, what was the most wonderful moment you ever had and every time Satan tries to hit you with remembering that negative moment, come on the air and tell us the most happiest moment of your life and put out some positive ways. I would love to hear that from you. Chris, you're, well, you're a blessing from God. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Billy. Your happiest moment. Your happiest moment. Share that with us. Well, I, I don't know that I can speak to my happiest moment off the top of my head, but, you know, I'm not... Uh, I think, you know, the the danger is well, I guess we're headed into a break. I'll I'll finish the thought when we come back. Stick around, folks. We'll be right back. Okay, we'll skip. We'll skip the break and I'll finish the thought. So uh, no of no offense to anyone. But I'm not a, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a positive vibes, positive waves kind of person. I think that feeds into what Gary Ka has written about, for example, and the, you know, the um, what you read in the things like the externalization of the hierarchy. It's a bad guy plan to get us all synced up, you know, in alchemical, syncretic sort of fashion. I'm not, I'm not trying to disparage. Uh, or besmirch what you're talking about by any means. I'm just saying mentally this is kind of where I am, and I think that it can be easy, too easy to get sucked into a kind of a voodoo theology. But that said, I think um, I have tried to speak, especially recently, to the reality of what I would call the alchemical transformation of people through chaos magic. 
speaking of this belief stuff, if you go look at chaos magic on on Wikipedia, for example, for those who, who are not familiar, chaos magic relies on your belief. Just exactly what I read from Red Beckman's Walls in, in Our Minds and uh, you know what we heard in the clip that we played of um, the True Stream Media video, Why the First Amendment is First. And, and I was talking about this through this holiday season in particular, from Thanksgiving to New Year's, the subject of belief. And around that time, you know, we all we all know all the Christmas movies and things that I would say kind of prey on the subject of belief. And it all sort of folds into this alchemical transformation of us all in chaos magic sort of fashion. And this also speaks to what Mike was saying about you know not believing ourselves to be victims which again there is the subtle meta level theme you know if you go watch the documentary hollywoodism how the jews invented hollywood which was uh initially released back in 1998 it has in the early opening moments it sort of talks about you know because of what these people have been through it was a sort of unavoidably in their DNA and it just came out in these productions, whether you want to impute something sinister to that or whatever. Um, it was, it was sort of unavoidable and that's not, we, we shouldn't adopt a victim psychopathy. That's not healthy. That's, that's chaos magic. So I think this speaks to what you're talking about. And, um, I don't want to repeat the negative stuff, but I do want to, raise awareness about the you know the magnitude and severity of where we are i don't think that we're honest with ourselves about exactly what the state of the union is and um as far as washington is concerned definitely humble his farewell address for example in 1796 is very informative but you know there's also the duality of american history that we have to i think come to grips with and that's always been there lurking beneath the surface. So can we address that, be honest about it, and uh, proceed forward in a well-informed, intelligent fashion and hopefully pass on some – you know – uh, a good – a good uh, – a hopeful future for posterity to the extent that we're able – you know, which I think well, Chris, is. Look, you give me a, a, a lot of hope. My my IQ always expands when I I listen to you. You're probably one of the smartest people out there trying to help us. But I still want you to know and take some time. What was your happiest moment in life? And share that with us, so I'll know that. Because all I know is this negative moment when she was going. I'll tell down you. The road. I'll tell you. I'll give you okay. uh, what was my happiest moment. My happiest moment, uh, off the top of my head, happiest moment, and you know, arguably most profound was the day that my son was born. And um, I remember, I remember before he was born, I was one of those people, you know, arguably eugenicist in a in a fashion, saying who would be. You know, so evil and awful as to bring a child into this crazy world, 
And then he was born, and the moment he was born, it was like, oh, that's you know, that's why the world is not worse. It's the it's the opposite of what I was thinking. You know, the reason the world is not worse is because children are born into it, and I I believe they bring a slice of heaven with them. And uh, yeah, that was a transformative moment and day. You so. you transform me right now, sharing that with me. I'll always think of that beautiful time when your son was born, and I'll draw strength and hope and love in the Lord with that. Thank you so much, Chris. You're welcome, Billy. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Yep. All right, we'll go back to the phones in the interest of time. Tom in Utah, thanks for calling. Welcome. Hi, Chris. Hey, earlier you referenced Woody Harrelson. Yes, sir. I didn't quite catch everything you were saying, referring to him. The reason I'm asking about that is he's one of my advisees, so I'm curious to see if any influence was to to the positive with him. Right. We played his uh, a, a segment of his um, SNL monologue this past weekend, referring to you know a crazy script that no one would ever believe. You know, um, no, is that the one he where he did kind of a surprise monologue instead of the script? Well, he's hosted five times, so I, I think so. Anyway, it was it was this past Saturday that he hosted, so we played that, and you know, him talking about this crazy script where imagine the drug cartels of the world forcing people to stay inside their homes oh, until good. they take their their drug over and over. So I'm I can be proud of him now. No one would ever believe such a thing. Yeah, and like I said, he was one of the guys who uh, was um, recirculating Tom Cowan's stuff early on, like right out of the gates with COVID. So There are a handful of film students that I had that at least have been decent. John Voigt, for example. So Woody Harrelson also. I did warn him that if he spoke out on things, he would be black booked. And he's taken that risk, taken that hit. Yep. We're at the end. We're at the end of the the line here for today's broadcast. Thanks, Tom. Much appreciated as always. Folks, that'll do it for today's broadcast. I hope it was informative as always. It truly is an honor and a pleasure. Take care. God bless. We'll catch you on the other side. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network.
because you can handle the truth.